What's up, ladies? This is your girl, Brittany, and I'm your host, and this is the Sweetest Thing Podcast. Here, we will cover all things related to the oh-so-mighty, oh-so-beautiful vagina. We're going to talk about pH level, sex, pregnancy, and a few other topics that us women would like more insight about. Oh, and make sure you grab some wine. It's going to be a very, very interesting conversation. So without further ado, let's sit back, relax, and welcome to the Sweetest Thing Podcast. Hey ladies, welcome back to my podcast. So before we get started, let me tell you guys something. I literally had to take my ring doorbell off or turn it down so I would get no interruptions. I've tried to record this episode three times and every single time I get interruptions. I hear the chiming or my phone is going off the hook and yeah. So (laughs) anyways, welcome back. Today I wanted to talk about something in tune with the month's theme. So it is February 1st and I wanted to talk about something, you know, love related or could be love related and that would be first dates, okay? So I'm sure by now, if we are in our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, that we've all been on a first date, okay? And those first dates can be a little daunting. They can be exciting, scary, take us through all types of emotions. But what happens when we're preparing for that first date? So that's something that I wanted to touch on today. And I think that it definitely can be an interesting conversation, something that, um, you know, we women go through on a daily basis, you know, when in search of that somebody for us, or even after we found that somebody for us, you know, what, what keeps that mojo going? You know what I mean? So let's talk about it. So some of the things that I actually wrote down, and you guys might hear me flipping through my little book. Um, but tell me this, ladies. You meet a guy, he asks you out on a date, and before you say yes, what are the things you give thought to? So it's it's kind of like a twofold thing, okay? What are your thoughts when you're talking to somebody? What goes through our minds? You know, or if somebody approaches us, what goes through our minds? So you might be asking yourselves, what the heck am I talking about? And those qualities that we look for in somebody when we're potentially uh, considering dating them, uh, what are those things? I know for me, it's how did the guy approach me? You know, was he ghetto? Did he have his pants down? How did he sound? What did he say? I don't want to hear no sup. Sup, shouty, shouty. I'm five too, so I used to get that a lot. Sup, shouty. What you want to do? Want to hang out? Want to do? No, I'm. I'm gonna need you to have several seats, sir. Uh, <laughs> does he sound like he has an alternative motive? 
So nowadays it's all about the pleasure. You know, a lot of guys have those ulterior ulterior motives where they want to date you so they can have sex with you. And not saying that's a bad thing if that's something that is on your mind. But me for my part, yeah, when I'm talking about dating somebody, I'd rather not have him think on those terms. Um, another thing that I thought about was how does he dress? You know, I don't want no man walking around out here looking busted. Okay. And what I mean by busted, I mean are his pants hanging down by his by his ankles, you know, underwear showing, is he grabbing on his penis? You know, like what's his body language telling me? Does he respect himself? Does he take the time? Does he even care to take the time to make himself look presentable? Now, if I see him on at the store uh, or at the gas station, you know, I don't really care about all of that because most of the time they're out running errands or they're just coming out to, to get gas, whatever the case may be. You know, I'm not going to judge somebody if they're wearing a wife beater and some sweatpants. You know, because let's be real. When man's wearing his sweatpants and we see that little print, you know, I'm like, oh, yes. Yes, honey. Rock it. So that doesn't really bother me. But he has to look like something. You know what I mean? So then the next thing that I thought about was, what is he planning? You know, where is he planning on taking me? So usually... If a man is asking you out on a date, you know, most of the time he doesn't have a plan. But upon accepting that offer and saying, you know what, this could be some, you know, this could be fun. Let's see where it goes. And you say yes. Now, after you say yes, if you ask him, so, hey, you know, why are you planning on taking me? And this doesn't have to be, obviously, it doesn't have to be right away because you just said yes. But if he says, you know what, I'm off on this day. I want to take you out on this day. Does this work for you? And you tell him yes. Next thing you ask, like, where are we going? Because there's so many things that go into that. You need to know how to dress. You know, let's, let's be real, ladies. How long does it take us to get dressed? I did a count. And this, is, was, this was a count down for just a friend's baby shower that I recently had to plan. It took me three hours from my shower to putting on that last that last bit of perfume to get ready. And that was just for a baby shower. I don't even know what it would be like if I was actually going out on a date. So I think about things like that. Like, what, where is he planning on taking me? Does he take the time to actually plan a date that actually will show you what his true intentions are and does he take the time to do it? Like, is he, is this going to be well thought out? That means that he honestly, genuinely is trying to get to know you or on the other hand, on those rare occasions, he can really have an ulterior motive and just thinks that this is the quickest way to get inside them panties. So what about first impressions? Now, I know that I touched on how a man dresses, how he approaches you, but I feel like there's a little bit more that goes into that. 
even though the person has already, you know, seen you in most cases, unless you met online or it's a blind date, you still want to definitely look your best or, uh, you know, put your best foot forward. So it's, uh, so I'm going to, it's going to be more along the lines of a story time, but you know, I always say if, I already told you guys, it took me three hours for this baby shower. I even tried to think about a time that it took me even less time, but I honestly cannot. Now, little background story. I do professional makeup. I went to beauty school. I have a license and I always think of ways to, you know, make my craft better. So if I'm doing makeup on myself, it takes me even longer than it would on somebody else's face. I already know what, what their face wants to look like, but our minds change all the time. So when I'm doing my makeup and I'm fixing my hair, and I have natural hair, so that stuff would take forever just to get right. So back to my story time. So I went out on a date with this guy. And it was kind of on a whim. I had already seen what he looked like. I knew that he was short. And ladies, when I say short, I'm talking about short. Uh, I He he swear he was like 5'4". But when I saw him, he literally was damn near boob level. So I get dressed. He tells me that we're going to the seafood place. It's a casual um it's a casual restaurant. And as I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to wear, he sent me a photo of himself and said that this was the outfit that he was going to wear. So it was a blue, like a light blue button down, some jeans and some dress shoes. And now when I say that this guy is 47 years old and he looked like he's 47 years old. I mean, he looks good for his age, but he dresses like he's 47 years old. Very well put together though. So I'm getting dressed. I'm like, okay, so I already know I want to wear a jean jacket, but I was going to wear like this black short dress, like just a very casual dress, but I was going to tailor it with the jean jacket and throw on my black and white vans. So I'm thinking about what I'm like, mm, do I really want to wear that? Nah, because it shows a lot of leg. And I don't want him to think I'm trying to be too flirtatious. See, these are the things that be going through our mind. So then I went in my closet and I had this one piece um, jumper. And it was black. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I will wear this. It was long, had the long legs or what have you. And so I put that on. I put that on with my black and white Vans. And I wore my hair in a bun and I was like, you know, I'm going to do very simple makeup, did a little cat eyeliner and I want to tailor it with a red or burgundy lip, like a, like a matte burgundy lip, which I did. And I think I look damn good. So <laughs> that took me almost three and a half hours, believe it or not. No, I take that back. It might've taken me a little less, but I really wanted to put my best foot forward because even though we had already seen each other, I still wanted to look my my very best. I didn't want to, A, 
look too young, too much younger than him because he was, you know, he's 47. Um, but I also wanted to stay true to my style as well. So he gets the measure of the type of person that I am. So he's a white guy. And, you know, um, for us for us um, black girls or us black women, we got a little swag to us. Not all, not all white guys have the swag. So I didn't want to make it seem as if I was looking, trying to look too young. But then, like I said, just trying to be true to my style. So he met me at my place. He picked me up and he greeted me with flowers that were beautiful. And he gave me a hug, told me I looked beautiful, walked me over to his car. Now, his car was, I ain't going to lie, his car was top notch. It was Cadillac, it's white, and this car closes on its own. It has no buttons. Everything is touch. And it was just really, it was really sexy. That car was sexy. And we got in the car, we drove, we talked. Um, The conversation was really good. But let me tell you something. So (laughs) let's let's, let's scale this back a little bit. When you're in a car with a guy or if you meet him at a restaurant, first date conversations are paramount for me at least because you get, that's you getting to know that person. If you start veering off into conversations regarding politics, or social matters, or uh, religion, those are topics you should avoid at all costs, whether it's at work or first date conversations. Those are not conversations on a first date. Those are not icebreakers, okay? If you're talking about some icebreakers, you could talk about short-term, long-term goals. You know, let's, let's reference... Um, not why did I get married? What's that movie called? Think like a man. I like a lady. Think like a man. Something like that. And what are long term, short term goals? Uh, what do you do for a living? Do you have siblings? You know, ask those prelimin- preliminary, open ended questions that will allow you to get to know that person and who they are a little bit. And. Like I said, just try to steer away from those those topics because it always leads to a rant or a disagreement. And that first day should be as light and fun as you want it to be. So back to my story, this guy, he goes, he asked me if I was vaccinated. Yes, I'm vaccinated. It's a personal choice. Um, not everyone, you know, agrees with that. I think that's a that's the social uh, uh, topic on everybody's mind, on everybody's tongue, and it's a personal choice. So I told him, you know, I got it. I told him why I got it, yada, 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 because he asked me, you know, for the most part, I'm an open book. So he goes off on a rant about how his mom got sick. And how vaccinations are the devil and how they're this and how they're that. And he went on that rant for the greater part of the journey to the restaurant. And he kept apologizing. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm so sorry that I'm bringing this up. Like, that's, that's just crazy to me. It's just crazy to me. And I'm like, okay, well, you're, you're kind of beating the same drum, but let's, let's move on. Let's talk about something 
fun. So we finally get to the restaurant. We had to wait. We're getting to know each other. I asked him why he was, you know, still single, why he had never had any children. And we're talking about it. We're, you know, getting to know each other. We're vibing a little bit. And the eating actually progressed really, really nicely. So I asked him those open-ended questions. Where do you see yourself? In, like, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, what are your intentions? It's okay to ask those questions if you're at a restaurant where you can ask those questions or you feel like, you know, you feel like, oh, here's an opening. Let me let me go ahead and ask my questions. But also be ready to receive that same information back or that same energy back. You know, if they start asking you questions, you can't be shy and say, well, I ain't going to answer that. I don't know him like that. But that's the whole purpose of getting to know somebody and going out on that first date. Uh, so another topic that I wrote down was <laughs> not necessarily icebreakers, but how do you bring home the point that, you know, you're a catch? How do you get that, that point across that you're a catch? For this person. For me, it was, you know, this is a little bit about who I am. You know, I have a career. I live on my own. Like, you know, these are the things that I bring to the table. How about you? And if they can match your vibe in that in that moment, if you can, you can kind of gauge where the conversation is going and if you would even like to see that person again. Um, just by him responding to you, then you can go from there. And at the end of my date with that person, it was very clear that he wanted to see me again, which we ended up seeing each other again. It was nice. But let me tell y'all, that second date was just, ugh. He actually cooked for me and he can cook. He made me some shrimp and rice and it was really, really good. <laughs> um... But it was an interesting experience. We kind of went, you know, not went back and forth, but he would talk about something that he would change the subject. But then I knew that there were certain things that were still lingering and he has certain viewpoints that I don't necessarily agree with. Uh, but I, I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's your opinion and that's how you feel about it. He even tried to school me on some black history information and on slavery. I'm like, first of all, sir, you are white. There's nothing that you can tell me about slavery. Okay? Okay. Let's let's not let's not even go there. Once again, those social topics. Do not bring that up. Okay, unless you're really ready for that smoke. Um <laughs> But back to the first date. So um, our first date actually ended really, really nicely. He took me for a drive. Um, you know, he showed me where he lived. He lives in this beautiful high rise. So it's like, okay, like I get it. You got money. Um, but the night ended very well. I was very happy with how the evening progressed and where things went. And it ended on a really great note. Um so I feel like at the end of the that first date, the big question is, do I even want to pursue this? Am I going to see this person again? Will there even be a second date? Will there even be a, a good night text? Because I've been on a bad date before where the person was really all about themselves and you you could 
like instantly tell that they were very selfish. They were all about their pleasure and what they wanted. And I'm sorry, sir. I am too fine and too sexy for that nonsense. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and long and behold, like I deleted his number and everything like that. And he actually messaged me recently saying, Oh, I really missed like our conversation and this and this and that. And, you know, not so much say, you know, I'm just being honest. You know, I don't feel like that first date went very well and I do not wish to pursue this. And that's okay to say too. You know, if you know your mind and you know what you want, there's nothing wrong with saying, no, no, this isn't for me. And I'll bring it back to my first podcast of the year about living with intentionality, uh, doing everything on purpose, doing everything uh, with intention and and by doing that it helps you move towards your goal if your goal is to get married and have kids then guess what you're gonna date with a purpose okay if your goal is not to have kids but you want to date for companionship then once again that's your prerogative okay I'm never going to tell somebody what they should and shouldn't do but guess what me for my part dating with a purpose you know, there are things that I want, things that have never left me, you know, wanting that family unit, you know, there are things that, that are non-negotiables for me. You know, what are the, some of those non-negotiables for you? What do you want? What do you not want? And you have to stick to that because no one likes indecisiveness. I feel like we as women, are more decisive when it comes to the things that we want. I feel like there's no gray area for the most part about our wants and needs. Uh, But that's definitely something that I will cover in another episode, you know. But when it comes to our wants and needs, like what are those negotiables? What are those non-negotiables? We have to be able to set boundaries in order to continue to live with intentionality. We have to have to continue to live in that model, in that set. Um, whether whether we, you know, we're all gonna take that and and differentiate that in different ways. But the end goal is the same. We still want to be able to have the things that we want and the things that we need. Okay. And going out on dates and dating on a regular and trying to figure out, you know, if this person is even worthy of our company. Oh, because best belief says you are worth it. Okay. Let me tell you that you are definitely worth it. But making sure that that person that we're deciding to date or go on that first date with understands that we are worth it. They may not know at the beginning of the date, but you know for daggone sure that they're going to know it by the end of that date. Okay? Um, You know, making sure that we also take a moment to kind of self-reflect and look at ourselves and making sure that we're checking ourselves and not, and not, you know, either leading that guy on or making sure that we're being true to ourselves on that date, not setting unrealistic Uh, or putting unrealistic pressures on ourselves to be something that these guys want, okay? Um, It's okay to, you know, 
do certain things to make yourself feel prettier because we're already queens. So we're already beautiful on the outside, but doing little, little subtle things with our hair or our makeup or trying to do different things. Yeah. We want to look cute for our date, but guess what? If we feel good on the inside, it's going to be projected on the outside. We're going to radiate with it. And those are the vibes that we're trying to put out to that person that we're going on that first date with. So we got to continue to keep that trend going. You know what I mean? So with that being said, I just wanted to come on here like always and chat it up with my ladies, my crew, because you guys, I'm starting to accumulate a crew. And once I accumulate that, you guys become part of my family. Okay. And I love being able to do this with you. Um, I will try to come to you guys once a week with an episode, but I just wanted to come on in the spirit of quote unquote Valentine's Day because I hate that, but I like thinking of it as lover's lane, okay? Um, I am going to come back and talk to you more uh, this month. And, you know, we're just going to talk about things, you know, relating to lovers, okay? Um, That first date, is a big one. Okay. We got to make sure that, that, that first date goes, goes the way that we need it to go. Um, not leaving anything to chance because tomorrow isn't promised. So making sure that we, we remember that too. So ladies, thanks. You, thank you once again for joining me. Uh, you can find me on IG at the sweetest thing podcast, or you can email me. I love hearing from you guys at the sweetest thing podcast at gmail.com. Okay. And until the next time, ladies, ciao.